Welcome menopause warriors. Come join us where few women have gone before. Our mission is to demystify the menopause journey. We seek to break through the stigma of getting older and provide our listeners with real solutions, support, and answers to give women the tools to live their healthiest, fullest lives. Our guests include healthcare experts, educators, nutritionists, hormone specialists, cultural icons, and everyday amazing women. Come celebrate with us and learn the wonders of menopause. Embrace the heat. Welcome, Danielle Herring. We are so excited to have you with us today, right, SJ? So excited. 100%. Uh, 100%. Danielle has- thanks for having me. You are so welcome. You have completed your Bachelor of Arts in Psychology, a Master's in Psychology. You're currently an LMTF, which is a licensed therapist. After having depression as a teenager, Danielle benefited from psychotherapy. It was what inspired her to assist others in dealing with their pain. She feels honored to have helped people in their journey back to wholeness. Her passion to help people heal deeper and more effectively has led to a lifetime of continuous learning and self-examination. Her training includes various forms of traditional talk therapy, EMDR, hypnotherapy, art therapy, energy healing, meditation, and breath work, which is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Again, welcome, Danielle. Thrilled, thrilled to have you here, especially to talk about this. I think it's, it's, it's become true to my heart. I believe in it. I think it helps, as you say, people heal as a whole, but especially can be so beneficial and benefit women going through menopause. So why don't we just dive in? Why don't you just explain to everyone what exactly breathwork is? So breathwork is a um, focused rhythmic breathing that you do laying down. You breathe through the mouth instead of the nose. Um, The reason for that is it kind of throws the mind for a loop. The mind likes to be in control. It likes what's familiar. So breathing in this manner is going to cause the mind to, well, actually force it to kind of let go of control once all that oxygenated blood hits the hypothalamus gland in the brain. Um, And once the mind relaxes, whatever energy, whatever blocks you have in your body, any old emotions, anything that you haven't finished experiencing or or grieving or releasing or processing um, is going to be released with the breath work. Um, Most people find it to be, you know, a little confronting and, and who wants to you know, feel these unpleasant emotions, but it's actually better to get them out of your body um, than it is to, to hold on to them and keep them stuck because they'll start to create problems in the body. For sure. Uh, so I personally have done it now, I think three times and it uncomfortable for me would be to say the least, right? It was not, <laughs> but an awesome experience after I completely believe in the benefit. Now, what, like someone who, who do you, who would you think would benefit the most from breath work? Everybody? I mean, if it was up to me, yes everybody. (laughs) And then Um, it's my, it's my Windex. I think it heals, fixes everything. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. And so when, when you specifically, when we've talked and we brought it up about women in menopause, what is it that you think really would benefit that woman who is suffering from the many symptoms? I mean, we can list all 40 of them right now, but what what would you say they benefit the most from? So what, what I, and this is my little theory with it and what I experienced. um, So I had 
no emotional mood swings. Nothing came up for me emotionally during menopause. I just had the some physical symptoms. And I realized like, oh, wow, it's because the breathwork has been my spiritual practice for the last 12 years. I've cleared out the backlog of emotions. And so what I think happens for women is that whatever you know has happened during our life that we haven't fully finished dealing with, that menopause kind of like opens the floodgates and our body's like, here, you know, this is here, like deal with this. And, and that that's what causes the mood swings and the, um, yeah, the irritability Anx- or the anxiety, the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about, what about brain fog? I've been hearing a lot about women in menopause that have this massive brain fog just recently, like some really horrendous stories that would it help with that? Yeah. No, definitely. It's going to, because it's going to clear out anything that's creating, I don't know, like imagine like the static energy or this like confusion or this fog that's that's floating around. The breathwork's going to come in and just, you're going to breathe it out. It's going to release all of that. You're, you, you, like after breathwork, you feel clear, you feel light, you feel, you feel more connected to who you really are mm-hmm. versus all the, the noise on the outside or the noise on the inside. Yes. Yes, no, exactly. Because the mind, that chatter that that the mind is always um, feeding us, the mind relaxes during breathwork. And so there's like this quiet space and and you actually feel connected to your heart and to your spirit and to who you truly are. Yeah, because I have that thing at 4am where my brain just, there's I can chase it, but there's no way I was going to catch it. So I was really excited about today. Now, I also think what you're saying is super interesting too, because I think when most women go through menopause, and I say most women, you know, lightly, because I know women go through menopause at all different ages. But typically, it's the age of high school kids struggling with parenting, Mm. parents dying, you know, so the emotions are already so high. And I've always thought if you don't deal with your junk at some point, it catches up with you for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, What would your advice be to someone who is actually struggling, you know, emotionally and, you know, the quick uh, temper, the anxiety. I mean, I have friends that can't drive on the freeway anymore because they kind of have spatial disorientation anxiety from it. What would be, how, how would they either come to you? How would they get involved with breath work? You know, not a lot of people know about breath work. It sounds kind of, you know, it sounds hokey, you know, and someone's like, oh, don't take this pill because most of my friends take pills, right? To take care of whatever it is. They go to a doctor and they say, you know, this is what I have. So what what would be a way that, you know, give me some uh, a quick maybe sentence or a pitch line of how I could get my friends to actually look you up and go to you? Um, yeah, I mean, and the first thing I want to say is like, imagine being able to heal yourself with the power of your own breath, instead of having to take a pill, like how incredible would that be? Um, yeah, in terms of finding me would be um, easiest way would be on my website through the heart.com, T-H-R-U, the heart.com. Um, the good thing about breathwork, though, is it is it's catching on, you can find it in some yoga studios, Studios. You can find it online. I mean, if you just did a search on breathwork and um, my style, there's, there's many different styles of breathwork, but so we spell breathwork as one word. But if you search it, you're going to find people teaching groups. Um, and right now everything's virtual, so you can access mm-hmm. it from anywhere in the world. Um, and once you learn how to do it, so I do recommend experiencing it first with somebody who's been professionally trained. Um, David Elliott is my teacher. Um, he's based out of LA. And um, once you learn how to do it, it, then you can do it on your own. There are recordings available. It can become your regular practice as a way to just clear your energy every day so that that stress of everyday life and motherhood and, and taking care of the family and work and all that, like it just like think of it like taking an internal shower where you're just going to clean that all off. 
Mm-hmm. And, and over time, like the more you do it, the more you're going to heal, the more you're going to release. Eventually you get to the point where you've cleared out all your past stuff. Like I used to be really sensitive, really emotional. And like every time when I would get my period, I remember like breathing this sigh of relief of going, okay, I'm not crazy. It's just my period. Like it's just the hormones. Um, but once I found breath work, like PMS went away. Like it just, my normal state now is like neutral. It takes a lot to take, get me off balance. And as, as soon as I do notice like, oh, I'm a little crabby, I lay down, do the breath work, and then I'm back to just, ah. So it really does work. And if it becomes like exercise, right? The more you do it, the better shape you're going to be in. The more you breathe, the better emotional, mental, spiritual shape you're going to be in. Now, what would you, how would you compare that to meditation? So meditation is hard for a lot of people to get the mind to actually quiet down. Doing breath work forces the mind to relax. And so it actually takes you into a meditative state automatically, um, especially like, so we do the active breath for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And then you do a resting phase where you just at that point lay there and breathe naturally, you know, like Shavasana and yoga. Mm -hmm. And in that state is where people will experience just being in this blissed out meditative state. Oftentimes they'll feel connected to their spirit or the oneness or loved ones. And they're just filled with this, with this really amazing heart opening energy. And to me, that's like, that's the state that people are looking for. And if people could experience that um, more often in their life, I think it's like it helps bring you back to the truth of your life and what your purpose is and what's I'm trying to think of what like just what really matters in life. Mm -hmm. I want to circle back to when you said the PMS and the craziness, because Mm -hmm. that's, that's also really at the forefront of this whole menopause, uh, you know, mission that we're on is that there's a great article that just came out in the Guardian uh, about women in the workforce that are, you know, HR is now doing all this research and trying to bring in support for women in the workplace that have menopause and be more sensitive to that. So we're not going to hear in the boardroom anymore, you know, that bitch is crazy because she's in, mm-hmm. you know, on menopause, you know, that there's more sensitivities to that. Can you speak to some, and of course not right. divulging your clients, but in your experience, in your practice, have there been women that have come to you just so distraught, feeling? crazy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think too, because as a society, and maybe even the entire planet, emotions, w- women and their emotions have not been welcomed, right? It's been like, you know, go handle that somewhere else. Go, don't keep that in. Don't show that. Don't express that. But as, as women, we're, our emo- we're hardwired to our emotions. Like they're right there for us. It's different for men. Um, I think, believe it was Alison Armstrong who said, if you ask a man how he's feeling, you have to give him some time because he he has to go look for the feeling. Whereas you ask a woman how she's feeling and it's like right there. We're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, let me tell you the 10 feelings I'm feeling right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, growing up or, you know, in a patriarchal society, we've had, we felt like, I think that our, there's something wrong with our emotions and that we could, you know, as society is working to come back into balance and bringing the masculine and feminine into, you know, equal step, equal, more equality, then yeah, there has to be room for that. And like the, fe- like to me, our, our emotions are actually what make, what give life meaning and make it beautiful. And right without them, life would just be 
gray or black and white. And we, we, it brings the color into life. And the thought of having, you know, children that the girls that young girls that celebrate getting their periods and that, and, uh, you know, acknowledge the creative force of uh, that's, you know, in their body and, um, and menopause being this like, you know, sacred transition into like these, you know, the wisdom and the, um, like it's, it could be something that would be so beautiful, which is why I was so excited when you told me about your podcast. Cause I was like, yes, we need to talk about this. We need to, you know, get this out there and normalize it. Right. Which is, which is, you just said that beautifully. I'm writing it down. Did you, I'm hoping our, our producer Tammy got that all written down because that we're going to put that on our website. What you just said, I love the sacred place. That's where, that's how we feel. That's how, you know, SJ when I, and I, when we decided that we're going to do this podcast, that's how we feel. We feel that it, we are not being put out to pasture. Um, we're not crazy. If anything, we're more grounded than we've yeah. ever been in our lives. And yeah. we should be celebrating that. And anyone that we've talked to that has said, oh my gosh, I love, I love that topic. Let's talk about it. And they have, they have like 50 million different ways to talk about it. I think I, there's also strength and power in it. Those are some things that I want to hold dear as all the things that came before as a woman, everything I worked through for myself. Now I can be use this as power and strength to help other women coming up. You know, I find it so powerful. You know, bringing that up too, Danielle, is is there a shift? Have you seen a shift in the mental health world of, you know, treating women and, you know, patients with women in menopause? I mean, have you seen a, a, any sort of shift towards, are women coming in talking about it more openly? Not yet. I have not mm-hmm. noticed that yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I'm starting to see, you know, on social media, or I'm starting to, you know, so here and there, I'm, I'm, getting these glimmers of hope that, but no, I I think there still is a lot of, you know, kind of like that shame or that, oh gosh, this means I'm old or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like there's Mm -hmm. just. um, Any advice with with not only through the breathwork or or tell me, will the breathwork help with this, but what about women in intimacy and with their bodies and, you know, because they, most women do gain weight or uh, definitely the body changes for sure. Do you have a lot of patients that come in that have, you know, struggle with that, the insecurities of the life change? Yeah, definitely. Um, And the breathwork will help with that because it's going to release, it's going to give you like, access to any negative belief that you're holding any any it's going to release shame or judgment um, any anxiety depression like anything that's that isn't really who you are is going to be released with the breath work mm-hmm. I mean really think about that because our whole life we pick up stuff that's it's not ours belief systems that we inherited from our parents or from society. Um, and then that, that we develop that critical mind and that, that self judgment and those fears and insecurities. That's not who we are. Like babies aren't born with those. We pick mm-hmm. those up along the way. And so the breath work is going to start to peel away all the things that aren't who you really are. And then what's left is, is your light, like your essence, the, the, the truth. And then, the, then like you can really step into life the, the way you always knew you you were meant to. Mm-hmm. And I think that like in hand with being in menopause and stepping into that role of being the, you know, the wise woman and the, the one who has so much to give back and to share and to teach and to lead like, yeah. Can you do us a favor and just walk us through um, your is it 45 minutes an hour, usually your sessions? So like a private, se- yeah. Um, yeah. So typically a private session is, is an hour long and 
the first 10 to 15 minutes, we talk about where you're feeling stuck, where the blocks are, anything that you're wanting to release or let go of or what needs to be healed, or if there has been some big, you know, bigger trauma or bigger um, wounding that's happened in your life. Um, and then um, I show you how to do the breathing. You lay down. I put a blend. I have a blend of essential oils that are designed to help open up the chakra. So if it was an in-person session, obviously I use those. Mm-hmm. Um, virtually, I put the oils on myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> that works too. <laughs> yeah, I get the yumminess of it. Um, and then I, I, yeah, I show you how to do the breathing. You breathe that way for minimum twenty minutes, usually closer to thirty. Um, and yeah, during the act of breathing. So there's music playing, which helps kind of distract the mind and helps kind of fill the space so that you can, um, gives your mind something to pay attention to. But the songs I choose are all designed to um, evoke emotion or make you think about, you know, something that happened in the past or your childhood or the music um, is amazing that you mm-hmm. choose. Yeah. And it's, it's current music. It doesn't have to be, it's not all just meditation music. It's current music that you use. And it, right. it, it is, it's phenomenal how that works. Could you just give us just a show us that you draw in the breath, you push it out, just like a quick 30 yeah. second thing of how you would breathe. Yeah. So it's the first breath, you breathe into your lower belly, second breath, the high chest, and then the third is the exhale. So it's And what we're doing with that is we're breathing into the second chakra, which is connected to the ovaries. And that is the chakra that deals with um, emotions, our sexuality. It also has our creativity, addiction energies in there. Um, So we're breathing in there to see where the blocks are. And you don't even have to consciously know just by breathing that way, we're bringing the consciousness with our breath to that area. The second breath is in in the heart chakra. And so we're bringing what's stuck in the second chakra up to the heart so that it can be transformed with love. And then the exhale is just letting it go. So the exhale is quite surrendered. The effort is on the two inhales. So would you say that the breathing the opposite way, which is kind of what you're doing, right? Because it is, it's, it's hard to get the rhythm. It takes a, it takes a while and to do it for, it's almost like you go into a little bit of a trance. Would you say a little bit? Like, I don't, I mean, you don't want to, is that a creepy thing to say, or should I not say that? I mean, (laughs) I like that word, but okay, some people might be like, wait, what? No. Yeah. It's, it's so, what, the, what kind of cult thing are we talking right. about here? No. But, so, you, but that rhythm does do that. Is it the actual tricking of the brain that then lets the body or the psyche or your unconsciousness let it all out? So as so breathing this way, we're, what we're doing is we're changing the CO2 level in the blood, right? So we're, we're bringing more oxygen in. Once that blood, the more oxygenated blood hits the hypothalamus gland, the body body starts to release endorphins. Those endorphins are going to stimulate the other ductless glands in the body, um, which each ductless gland is associated with the chakra. That's what they actually are. Not a lot, but so the ovaries are the second chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, or the testes. And so as those endorphins release, the chakras are going to start to spin and anything that's in there that's a block is going to like be brought to the surface. The mind struggles with the breathing pattern typically the first 5 to 7 minutes just because it's unfamiliar and so it's completely normal to be thinking things like oh this is hard I can't do this mm-hmm. my my mouth is dry like mm-hmm. the mind just just starts complaining to try and 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 get you to stop and fight it fight it 
Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that resistance is it's normal. But after five to seven minutes, the mind will eventually like relax. And then you're just in the rhythm of it. And then you don't it doesn't feel tedious the rest of the session. And so that that you're in that like, you know, trance like state or mm-hmm. just that like rhythmic motion of it, um, because you're bringing life force energy into the body. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know how people will respond, but to me, it's it's a spiritual experience. We're raising the frequency of our vi- vibration so that that you know the spiritual part of us, that's that eternal, broader, wiser part of us, can actually like come into our body. And they when people, because people will have, they'll have epiphanies, they'll feel like connections to a broader part of life, to loved ones that have crossed over, to yeah, I mean like a mystical or. Really profound, yeah, I, uh, profound experiences, and I and I've and I've personally seen it happen. So I've been in two of your classes in person prior to COVID, where there was probably maybe 10, 15 people per class. I don't mm-hmm. know how many people were in there, and there wasn't a. I mean, there were people were making audible like tragic sounds coming out of their body. Yeah. You know, <laughs> having these experiences, and these were women who would never have. They they all walked out saying, "I never in my life thought I would ever." go to a breathwork class or a or, or breathwork session in their life. They, these are women that didn't meditate, most of them. Um, these were women that were friends of your sisters, really, that we all kind of brought together. All of them had some sort of profound experience. And it continued on after the breath work. Yes. You know, I think that to be op- they were much more open and they they really bought into it hook, line and sinker. I think it's also scary, you know, when you unleash those emotions and you think, my God, I've been holding that stuff in for so long. So I see how, you know, as a woman who went through menopause during kids in high school and both parents passing away, I know the junk that I was holding on to. And I know where my emotional state was during uh, menopause, my my sleepless nights, and all. I mean, I know it was hormones. I'm not belittling any of that stuff, but I know a lot of it had to do with the holding on of emotions. And since I know I've done my work in the last year and I've taken your breath work, I'm so much better for it. So much better for it. And so, how I- did you find out about this? So, I had gone to um, We Care Spa in Palm Springs. Uh-huh. And every day they brought in a different healer. You're there for a week and, and every day a different healer would come in and teach us something. And this guy came in and it was a breathwork class. And I was like, sure, I'd never heard of it. And um, I started doing the breathing and yeah, my mind was thinking, this guy's crazy. I'm not doing <laughs> this. This is hard. I don't like this. And then the next thing I know, I am, I'm crying. I'm, I felt like this energy in my throat and I was kind of clawing at my throat. Like, and I was always someone my whole life who, who struggled to speak my truth. Like, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I didn't yeah. want to say anything, you know, to be judged. And, and so I just, I felt this energy coming off, like a, something just coming off my throat and um, and was tingling and vibrating. That's the other thing is you feel your energy move through your body. Um, your body temperature so, changes too, right? The body yeah, temperature yeah, goes hot, get, cold. Yeah, you get, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I went up to the guy afterwards and I was like, I, I need to do that again. I need a private session. And uh, so I did that right afterwards, did another session and same thing, like crying and just releasing, releasing. And then at the very end, I felt this energy just come into my body. And I just kept saying, I'm home, I'm home. Mm. And it was the most, you know, up until that point, the the biggest spiritual experience I'd ever had. And does it happen right away like that for everyone? Or with some people, does it take many sessions? It is. 
everybody has the experience that they need in that moment. For so, sure. for, okay. so for some people, it may be just a more physical release of stress. And, and afterwards, they just feel very relaxed and lovely. And then for other people, it can be, you know, a spiritual experience, an emotional one. Yeah, whatever it is that they're needing, that's what the breath will deliver. And do you still do it to yourself? Like, are you are do you, do you use your breath work on a daily basis? Is it I a, do. like a daily I, practice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Most of the time it's daily. Some mm-hmm. um did it this morning at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But um I just I feel I feel better when I do it. And um, right, why not? It's what what I think is my favorite part of the breath work is after you do the 20 minutes of the breathing, you do you give the person a, an amazing sound bath and it is the most loving mm. energy that it, it's like a comfy blanket that just comes over you. So any of the stuff that comes up for me, anyway, this was my experience, mm-hmm. any of the stuff that came up that was, you know, and, and I wouldn't say that it was anything scary or anything like that at all. It was beautiful, even, even if it was something I was struggling with. And of course I did it after my mom passed away. So you could just imagine what that was about. Right. I, and then right after the sound bath came, it was like the universe was hugging me and I felt so loved mm-hmm. and full of love. And I I mean, I love sound bath anyway, but it was just beautiful how you did that. So it is really not only is it just, you know, you, I think people can have profound experience, but it, once again, it's just another great form of relaxation, trying to become one with yourself, trying to search for that authentic self through it, It's just another avenue to try to you know, to, to use like a meditation or something like right. that. But right. I do think you have a deeper, profound experience through it. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I do breath work now more with my clients than I do therapy. Mm. Because wow. yes, this, Yeah, that's this, what I was trying to get at. I was wondering if you could speak to that. Like, not everyone's going to have that deep satisfaction, profound experience from the first time through, right? You said they get what they need then. Can you tell when someone needs to, or can they tell when they need to come back? And like you said, I need another session right now. Does that happen? I'm just so curious. I mean, for the people who might not have that immediate response. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in fact, as a therapist, I was used to, you know, at the end of a talk session saying, okay, and would you like to come back next week at the same time? (laughs) And with breathwork, I don't have to do that. I, I, at the end of the session, I say, you have my number, let me know when you want to come back. Um, And for some people, yeah, they want to come back in a week or a month. And there's some people that I see once a year or as, you know, as needed though. Um, I do also always give my clients the information of how they can access recordings so that they can do it on their own. Like I don't need them to, you know, see me privately. I'm like, here, here's a tool, go use it as much as you need to. That's so cool. Yeah. And what I, what I see with my therapy clients that have added breath work in, um, they heal way faster. Therapy now lasts a few months, whereas I was used to seeing people for years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, that's yeah. great. Okay, on that note, where do you where do you hope or wish to see mental health in the next, you know, what path do you want to see mental health go in the next 5, 10 years and specifically for women? Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like there's there's so much happening right now and with, you know, the, just the awareness of of trauma and the awareness of um that we have to deal with with our past and with our feelings. And so I absolutely love what's happening right now in our society that there's so much more awareness around that. And if people 
healed themselves either through therapy or breath work or, or, you know, all the other modalities that are out there, the world would be a different place. Like we wouldn't be projecting our wounds on other people. We wouldn't be um, reacting the same way. Like we would be able just to, to react. Like when we got triggered, we could, we could pause and we could then respond, you know, in kindness or neutrally instead of, you know, lashing back and, and which creates so much conflict in the world. Like it would truly change, change you know, everything. And you see a little bit of shift in that. Do you, you see people? I do. Like I feel, you know, at least on my Instagram feed. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> on every podcast there, you know, advertising somewhere, you can right. get some talk therapy. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, it's pretty yeah. cool. I yeah. think that word that you use trauma, I think that is huge. That's where the huge, biggest shift has been because trauma to us, our generation is massive trauma. Like you had, you know, you were molested as a child, you were raped, you know, now they're saying trauma can be divorce. It could be the loss of, a, you know, a friendship. Like a, you, it could be, um, you know, as a child, it could be, you know, getting bad grades in a classroom for a year or whatever. It, it's whatever that trauma is to that person. And I love that they have redefined that. Right. That, right. And- yeah. I mean, it can be as, as simple as having been a sensitive three-year-old and seeing mommy and daddy arguing and it mm-hmm. was scary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know had but and the child then internalizes um, that fear mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. so yeah awesome well thank you so so much for today we so appreciate you being here every you said some really insightful things about how women should be approaching this stage of our life and again I really like that sacred this this is our sacred next level of our life. Yes. I think that's awesome. So thank you so much. SJ, do you have anything else to ask our dear friend Danielle? No, but I do want to say that I appreciate this idea of being proactive. Proactive not only to have to seek you out, but hey, here, you can do this for yourself. And if you heal yourself, that is a very elevated way to look at life that you can, well, the word of the year, self care. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just really appreciate that proactiveness that you could give a client and not dependence. Yeah, right, right. So Danielle, tell us your website again. Throughtheheart.com, T-H-R-U, theheart.com. And is that the same where we can find you on Instagram? Uh, Instagram is danielle.herring, H-E-R-I-N-G. Great, on Instagram. Yes. Great. And I do lead um, groups online and Ooh. private sessions. So yeah, either option is, is available. Like if you're like, oh, I don't know that I want to tell her everything going on in my life, but I wouldn't mind like popping into a class and just getting an experience with the breath. Try it, my friends. I don't know anyone that regretted trying breath work. Not one person. Not one person. Well, I'll circle around. I'm going to try it. I'm going (laughs) to, I'll let y'all know. Awesome. (laughs) That's fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming to Some Like It Hot. Yay. Thanks for having me. So unfortunately, SJ could not join us for the breath work, but fortunately, Tammy, our producer came with us and we always love to get Tammy uh, in on any conversation we can get her to do. So it's awesome. Well, Tammy, why don't you start? What did you think? I thought it was really crazy. Uh, It was very different than what I thought it was going to be. At first, the breathing kind of made me very uncomfortable. And then I felt tingly all over my whole body. And I kind of had this weird out of body experience where when I woke up, I had no idea where I was. Like, and, and when she had said something about wiping the slate clean, that's how I felt like my slate had been cleaned. How did you, what did you get out of it? Exactly. So that was probably, I want to say I've probably done breath work 
four times, but three times with Danielle. And I would say that, so that was would, would have been my third time with her, completely different than the first, second, and third, each time getting better and better and better. So the first time I did it, I was ill. It was actually right after my mom passed away. So I think I was emotional anyway, but I had a really hard time with the breath work, you know, breathing opposite of what your body is used to doing is uncomfortable. So I, that was hard. I felt a little nauseous. And then that sound, then when, as soon as the 20 minutes are over and you go back to your regular breathing. What's weird for me is that I didn't have the emotional response that she said was going to happen. Like I do, I did feel kind of cleansed and refreshed, but I did not feel emotional. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, that's like interesting. I, I wasn't in touch with my emotions. I cry every time. But this time, but this fourth time of doing it, I had that total clean slate, got up, was energized, um, wasn't confused because sometimes I was confused after them of like, gosh, what really just occurred in me? Because I had the tingling and that out-of-body experience. This was, I was so centered, like on my two feet. I felt my feet grounded on the on the ground when I was walking away. It was wonderful. I loved it. The sound bath part of it, after you have that breathing, that opposite breathing for the 20 minutes, and then you go into your natural breath and then the sound bath that just washes over you. It's really an amazing experience. I highly recommend it for people. I, I feel like it's it definitely is a type of therapy. I think it's like a fast track kind of therapy, right? It's In a way, it felt like, oh my gosh, I could have been in therapy for three years to get to where this is. And I feel like in three little short times, you can really have a breakthrough if, if you were really wanting to work on something about yourself or whether you had certain trauma in your life. I can see see how it would be, you know, a, a good life-changing or total beneficial. And especially for menopause, I feel like it's just giving you that hour of lowering that cortisol or that stress level. I really found it. I found it amazing. And Danielle does, did a really great job. Yeah. I can see how that's useful for people in menopause because, you know, you're so stressed out and you feel like your mind is so cluttered. Sometimes it's nice to just kind of forget about everything. Right. You know, it's hard. I wonder me being out of menopause now, you know, like not not in the thick of it and my kids are out of the house and my parents have passed away and all that stuff that was going on. And I'm really enjoying discovering all of these things, not only through the people we've met through the podcast, but just me myself, you know, finding things to help de-stress me. Part of, I think, and it's hard, it's a struggle when you're in the thick of it in menopause and you are, you know, you know, you're tension and your mind is racing or you, you're you having those memory losses, you don't have the luxury, I think, to really say, okay, I'm going to do this breath work, right? Because you're thinking like, that breath work isn't going to do crap for me. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's not really going to help me. And oh gosh, if we could help our listeners with anything, it's like, yes, it does. It really works. It really works. And I think that that's what we have to start, you know, putting to the forefront in the mainstream is that these things actually do work. It's not a bunch of magic tricks, you know, sort of thing, or like a bunch of, you know, hooey hooey stuff or people that don't believe in meditation or believe in anything, um, you know, any like breath work. I, I, I think it, you know, 20 years ago, if someone said, take an hour out of your day to do this breath work, I would think that they were absolutely nuts. And I would say, what time? Are you kidding me? I don't have an hour in my day, but it's really, you need to make that time. You need to make that time. Yeah. I can definitely see the benefits of it. It was really cool. All right. Well, on to the next thing. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Tammy, for sitting in for SJ. We appreciate it. At All Some right. Like It Hot. We'll see you next time. Embrace the heat. Mm-hmm. Some like it hot.